going on, Fourth and Inches Podcast listeners? You got Dan Kevin's TVP coming at you. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, world? What's going on, boys? What's up, everybody? All right, so it's our Wednesday Wednesday podcast. We'll preview tomorrow night's game between the uh, Cowboys and Bears. We will, uh, you know, get into our high guys for the week, um, and of course, do some start sits for your guys' playoff matchups. But first, uh, don't forget to check us out on our website, www.fourthandinchesff.com. That's www.the4thinchesff.com for a bunch of content. You got articles, blogs, player profiles, rankings, and you can subscribe to our VIP content. This will give you access to DFS info and also uh, give you access to lineups and, you know, to our DFS article, which features players that we are high on in daily fantasy for the week. So check those out. Also look for us on the Fantasy Life app. We'll be doing start sick questions on there throughout the year. Um, and if you listen to the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star rating. Also, if you're interested in doing a FanDuel tournament that we do every week, $2, nothing crazy. Uh, the link to the tournament is in the podcast show notes. So click on that link. Uh, it'll take you right to the tournament. Uh, put in a lineup and test your wits against the three of us. Uh, now let's get into the news for today. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right. So Matthew Stafford said his back injury won't be an issue in 2020 or beyond. That's good to know. Uh, Josh Jacobs said he has been playing through a fractured shoulder since week seven. That's some tough shit. A fracture in your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't lying. Yeah. Uh, the Colts have claimed kicker Chase McLaughlin off waivers from San Fran and waived tight end Matt Lengel. Uh, Adam Vinatieri did not practice. It looks like they might be uh, changing the guard a little bit at kicker. You know, Adam Vinatieri has been terrible this season, and this past weekend he was he was awful this past weekend. Uh, Adam Thielen did not participate in Wednesday's walkthrough. Calvin Ridley was a liter- limited participant in Wednesday's practice. Uh, Baker Mayfield did not throw as part of limited participation in Wednesday's practice, but he is confident he will play against the Bengals despite his hand injury. Derrick Henry was limited for Wednesday's practice. Colts cornerback Kenny Moore and wide receiver T.Y. Hilton did not practice today. James Conner remained limited uh, for Wednesday's practice with that shoulder injury, uh, as was Deontay Johnson. He has he's been suffering from an illness. Juju Smith-Schuster did not practice. Uh, and Mark Barron and Vance McDonald had veteran days. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is actually unsure when or if he'll return this season. My guess is if they... You know, lose another game, he probably won't be back because that essentially take them out of playoff position. So that would be my guess. Buccaneers coach Bruce Arians said Ronald Jones is quote-unquote still the starter. We talked about this the other day. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster said he considers himself week-to-week. Taylor Gabriel is out for week 14 against the Cowboys on Thursday night. Remember, Anthony Miller had that big game. Uh, with Taylor Gabriel out last uh, last week on Thanksgiving. 
Dalvin Cook reiterated he will play in week 14 against the Lions. Damian Williams is not practicing on Wednesday. With Dalvin Cook's shoulder injury, the Vikings will see how the week goes before setting a plan for Sunday versus the Lions. They've got a very capable backup in Alexander Madison who could take on a bigger role as Cook is expected to play through it. Cook will manage it in practices. Andy Reid says Morris Claiborne and Rashad Fenton, Darrell Williams and Damian Williams won't practice today. Uh, Frank Clark was limited. Julio Jones was limited in Wednesday's practice. A.J. Green is already ruled out for week 14 against the Browns. Uh, on Johnson actually returned to practice on Wednesday, although he is not actually available to play in a game until week 16. So that would be your fantasy championships. And if you're making it that far and have, and we're going to rely on him, you will be very lucky. Marlon Mack returned to practice on Wednesday. Good news for Marlon Mack owners. Uh, Evan Ingram expects to play in week 14 against the Eagles on Monday night. Uh, as does, I believe golden Tate. He, uh, you know, they were saying that they're getting all their weapons back this week with Ingram, Golden Tate. They'll have Sterling Shepard out there, but they won't have Daniel Jones, who likely will be uh, benched or will not bench. They will likely uh, be sitting out with an injured ankle. He was seen in a walking boot. So it looks like Eli will be taking the helmet quarterback on Monday night against the Eagles. Greg Olson is in, is uh, dealing with that concussion from that shot that he took the other day and is not practicing on Wednesday. Uh, Ryan Griffin will not practice on Wednesday. He's dealing with an illness. Uh, Cam Newton will undergo surgery on his broken foot. And Real quick. Cam Newton will undergo surgery for his broken foot. Like, you didn't know that this now? man ne- yeah, <laughs> yeah. you didn't know now? this man needed surgery like two months ago when he first hurt this foot. Like, come on, man, this is stupid. Like, why are you wasting our time? Like, send him if you. Kyle Allen had been playing good enough that you knew that he had this foot injury and that you should have sent him for this surgery two months ago. And they would have had all that time to heal. Now you're going to wait until almost the end of the season to send this guy for surgery. Like, how stupid can you be? No wonder why Ron Rivera and that whole, that whole coaching staff, that whole that whole everybody just got to go. They're all just – just they all got to leave. They just got to all get out of there. That's terrible. Well, well, Ron Rivera is gone. They were he was officially fired yesterday. Yeah. I mean like uh, and he well deserved because it, for a defensive guru that defense is trash. Straight trash, homie. It appears the Chiefs have signed Spencer Ware who played the three previous seasons in KC. Uh so that should be interesting to see how he factors in. You know, there's a lot of injuries in that that Kansas City running back with Darrell Williams and Damian Williams both out. Uh Dolphins placed running back Kalen Balazs on injured reserve ending his season. I think Steve has tears in his eyes. Uh, running back Zach Zenner was also claimed off waivers from the Cardinals. And that is it for the news uh, this Wednesday. Uh, anything you guys want to touch on? Is it a good thing or a bad thing that Eli's playing? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I think the Eagles just – yeah, the, well, the Eagles typically own Eli, especially when they play at home. So, you know, uh, the way Eagles been playing, you know, lately, it's hard to say anything good about them. But 
you know, they they usually they usually own Eli. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go right back to the well this week. I'm gonna gamble again and pick the Eagles to win this game. I, I, I mean, they're given like ten. Dude, yeah, at, yeah, at ten, home, ten points again. Yeah, I think I'm <laughs> I think gonna take it's nine. because honestly, eight, eight eight nine. at home, <laughs> at home, the Eagles have been so much better. I was looking, I was looking at their stats. Actually, I'm gonna read this to you guys because this is, to me, this is like, I should have looked at this before I bet the Eagles last week, and I, I bet you most people don't even like realize the home road splits, but uh, if you look at the Philadelphia Eagles home road splits, like yardage and all that stuff that they've given up, it's it's crazy the amount of yards and, and points they've given up to two teams at their home so against washington right they had you know a bad game week one they gave up 27 points right and then against detroit they had another they gave up another 27 points but that was in the beginning of the season so at basically after week six right so against the jets they gave up six points at home against Chicago, they gave up 14. Against New England, they gave up 17. At home against Seattle, they gave up 17. So if you look at the past, basically since week five, every one of their home games, they haven't given up more than 17 points. And then away games, if you look at their away games, at Minnesota, 38 points. At Dallas, 37 points. You know what I mean? At Buffalo, 13. They had a good game in that one. But then at Miami last week, 37 points. Like, they are hemorrhaging points away from home, and at home they haven't given up more than 17 since week five. So, you know, it is a completely different defense at home than it is away. I think uh, Steve might be the real Eagles fan. I think we're we're just we're just uh, imposters, man. <laughs> <laughs> We've been saying that for years. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's it it really is. When you look at the home road splits since week five, it's. It's night and day. Like, you're giving up 38 points, 37 points, 37 points away, and then at home you're only giving up 17? Like, I don't even understand that. That don't even make sense. And it's not like they play bad def- offenses. You know I mean, like, at home, if you play Seattle and only give up 17? Like, Seattle's putting up points. The New England Patriots, they've been putting up points all year. They they got only 17. I mean, Chicago, they suck. You know I mean, 13. But, you know, still, like, they are much better at home. All right, so let's get into our high guys for the week, shall we? Uh, Steve, you want to start it off this week? Yeah, I'll start it off. All right, so my high guy for the week, it should be no surprise, Josh Allen. I know a lot of people are probably wondering, should I start Josh Allen against the Ravens? Yes, you should, and this is why. Because... The Ravens, one thing that they really haven't, if you looked at the, what the Ravens have faced this year, they really haven't faced a very mobile quarterback yet. And Josh Allen scores points with his legs every week. He's He has the most rushing, rushing touchdowns, even more than Lamar, uh, for the quarterback position. The dude just seems to find the end zone. If, he, if he's within you know, 15, 20 yards, if he's in the red zone, my man is looking to run, and he scores a lot. The funny thing is, like, they don't they – don't, the way they pull, teams play him sometimes doesn't make sense to me because you know how mobile he is, but he always seems to get you know outside of the pocket, and then there's just like this small defender that he has to like jump over or or just you know stiff arm and get into the end zone. He does it every week. It doesn't even make sense. You know what I mean? He has eight touchdowns in what twelve weeks. He's basically scoring a touchdown a week, you know, running the ball. So. You know, I think I think this game is going to be a whole lot closer than people believe. You know, Buffalo is coming off of a 
you know, Thanksgiving Day game, so they are well rested in this game. I mean, uh, the Ravens are coming off of a, you know, a game that they played in a in a rain bowl, basically. You know what I mean? So, and it was a hard, hard fought battle against you know San Fran. Anybody who watched that game, you saw it. They were hitting each other. They were getting after it. They both of those teams really, really wanted that win. So it's really hard to perform like that, you know, going o- over to Buffalo, playing Buffalo. I think Josh Allen, you know, takes advantage of that and has a good game this week. Uh, my running back for this week is Devontae Freeman, believe it or not. You know, I've been telling you guys all year, Devontae Freeman is straight hot garbage. And I still believe that. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, if you look at, you know, the matchup, the Carolina Panthers are just they're atrocious right now. You know what I mean? Like they cannot stop the run at all. Both of their defensive tackles are are basically out. Um, You know, they're going to have trouble, a lot of trouble stopping, you know, the Falcons in general, especially if Julio plays Julio's back at practice, you know, in a limited capacity, you know, today. So if Julio plays, you know, I think that opens up, you know, lanes for Devontae Freeman against a terrible, terrible rush defense for the past couple of weeks. Uh, so I could see him catching, you know, anywhere from five to eight balls in this game and getting, you know, close to, you know, 80 yards rushing. And I think he gets in the end zone for the first time this year, you know, running the ball. He don't have a touchdown yet, huh? No, not rushing. Yeah, he has two receive, I think two or three receiving touchdowns, but no rushing touchdowns this year. That's impressive. Yeah. It takes talent to do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so DK Metcalf is my wide receiver. Uh, if you looked at what DK Metcalf did to the Rams the last time they played, he had two catches for 44 yards and a touchdown in that game, and that's when he really wasn't being used all that much. You know what I mean? They played earlier in the season, and DK Metcalf was basically just getting some long balls every once, you know, every once in a while in a game, and he wasn't being targeted the way he has been since, you know, week five. You know what I mean? My man is seeing, you know, his targets just go up and up and up and up and up, and, you know, Tyler Lockett has been, you know, he's been bad the past two weeks. You know what I mean, they're saying that he was sick last week. The week before that, he had the contusion. Uh, you know, so we don't know what's going on with Tyler Lockett, but we do know that DK Metcalf's getting a whole bunch of targets. So going up against the Rams defense that I don't think he's going to see Ramsey hardly at all. I mean, I could definitely see DK Metcalf doing his thing in this game. And in the same game, I like Gerald Everett and Tyler Higby. If you look what Jared Everett did the first time these two teams played, uh, I believe he had seven catches for 134 and a touchdown. So he just went off. That was the game that everybody was like, oh, hold up. Got to go pick up Gerald Everett because the dude is a beast. And whatever guy is playing, whether it's Everett or Tyler Higby, I think it's going to be a repeat for performance because the Seattle Seahawks are the second worst team to the tight end position. They are not as bad as the Arizona Cardinals, but they're pretty close. I mean, they're pretty terrible against the tight end. So I could definitely see either Everett or Higby, whoever is the starting guy there, having a good game. Yep. Uh, if you remember, Kyle Rudolph had that great catch. In that Monday night game a couple games ago, they have they've been getting beat by the tight end, and uh, you know I was actually kind of surprised. You brought up DK Metcalf. Um, I was actually surprised he had that fumble in the game, and on the next drive that would like the clinching drive or you know a, a drive where they were eating the clock, they actually threw him a screen pass and just let him run the ball. After that fumble, I was kind of surprised about that. It just shows you the kind of confidence that Seattle has in him. 
that was actually on a third and long too. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. he and he got like they needed a long. He got, was, like, yeah, yeah, he got like sixteen yards out of yeah, the eighteen. Yeah, I think. yeah he got he like sixteen got out of eighteen. Down. He really did. He's a load, dude. That dude's a big boy. He's a big dude, man. He is. <laughs> All right, Dan. Why don't you get into your high guys for the week? All right, the high guys that I like this week. Uh, we'll start it off at the quarterback position, and it's going to be a guy who's been super hot of late. Uh, Kirk Cousins almost led a comeback on Monday night. There, um, you know, we, it, he's he's definitely a complete polar opposite of what he was. You know, the first four or five games of the year, he's been he's been great, slowly making his way up the fantasy ranks, and um, he, he's at home. Um, they, they're still a great team. They're still eight and four, so there's it's not like you know they're. Yeah, it's not like they're a team that's losing that doesn't really have much to play for. They're they're still battling like everybody else, and they are playing a really bad defensive Detroit team that I think he can you know light it up again. So um, at the quarterback position, I like Cousins a lot. Um, gonna go out on a little limb here and take uh, a guy that you know people were talking about dropping most of this year. I mean, but you, you really couldn't because he's number one, even if he's the number one on a bad team. Uh, Joe Mixon. Um, had a good game last week, a little bounce back game. They got, you know, Bengals got their first win and he plays the Browns who, you know, are probably the streakiest team in all of the NFL. One week they, you know, can beat a, a great team. The next week they lose to a backup quarterback in Pittsburgh. And, you know, it's not the first time they lost to a, a team with, you know, a backup or, or just a bad team. The Browns are, you know, they, they they have no identity, basically. It's basically, we thought, we thought we kind of, thought that this could be the case with them because of uh too much talent too much personalities in that locker room and and uh this year it's panning out to be that way they're five and seven um so i mean we'll see what happens with them next year if they can you know catch something in the offseason but their defense is their defense is just you know their offense can put up points here and there but their defense is really bad and i, I you know i think the joe mixing especially with andy dalton back and getting their first win i like to see joe mixing carry it over to uh to have another good game um, at the wide receiver position, I'm going to go in a game that Steve took a couple guys from, uh, and that's the Rams and Seahawks game. And I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. Uh, the Seahawks have really been, you know, getting in some major shootouts over, you know, the last handful of games. And I don't, you know, I, it, the Rams have been a really bad offense, but uh, I like this one to, to go high. You know, it's it's got an over of 47, so... Vegas thinks that it's, you know, probably a 24 to 30 type game, 24, 27 type game. Uh, Cooper Cup is, you know, still their number one, in my opinion, even though Wood seems to have been come, coming along really good the last few weeks. You know, Wood's had a monster week last week, but I still think overall Cooper Cup's the better route runner, uh, gets open the most, and I think he's I think he's overdue. So I'm taking, I'm taking Cooper. Um, last is the tight end, and... Since Steve took the second to worst defense against tight ends, I'm going to take the worst because we always have to have a team up against the Cardinals. And if you're following us on the fourth and inches crew, uh, we haven't been steering you wrong. Just this has been like clockwork. Go against the Cardinals. I know even if it's Vance McDonald, who has not been good, um, you know, he's been putting up PPR, maybe five, six fantasy points of that a game. Uh, but against the Cardinals, Anything can happen. I mean, they're they're notorious for letting up hundred yards and or touchdowns. So Big Vance can have himself a an outing against this team. All right. So now I'm going to get into my guys. 
I uh, went a little lower on the totem pole for a lot of my guys, uh, like Ryan Tannehill, uh, quarterback. Obviously, we've seen what this guy's done since getting inserted into the starting, uh, you know, taking that starting job away from Mariota. Uh, he's literally made this team, you know, a, a playoff contender. You know, they they are pushing right there with Pittsburgh for that final playoff spot in the AFC. Uh, and, you know, Tannehill is a large reason why. I mean, Derrick Henry's been great all year. Even with Mariota, Derrick Henry was still doing, you know, doing Derrick Henry things. But since Tannehill's got in there, you know, you've really seen, you know, a big change in this team. He's He was, you know, he's getting points with his legs. Uh, he threw a beautiful deep ball uh, this past week uh, to – uh, I forget, I don't even remember the receiver's name. It wasn't one of their two main guys. It wasn't A.J. Brown or Corey Davis. Yeah, the was two. pass was great. Yeah, it was a beautiful deep ball, and he's not necessarily known for throwing the, the having the best ball in the world, but that pass was beautiful. I literally said when it happened, I was like, damn, that was a beautiful ball. So I really like Ryan Ryan Tannehill this week going up against the Raiders who have just been, you know, you you watched Mahomes just trash them last week. He trashes everybody. They were trashed before that by McDonald or uh, by Darnold. Uh, I believe the week before that they were trashed by an, a, another subpar quarterback as well. Um, they this is this is kind of what happens with this Raiders team. Their secondary is terrible and they've been big, getting beat all year. So. Uh, to me, I like Ryan Tannehill. I think T- Tannehill uh, is going to finish as a top 10 quarterback this week. Uh, at running back, I like Sony Michelle. Um, I think the Patriots realized this past week that, you know, they're going to struggle to keep up with high-powered offenses and the way they're going to have to, you know, make sure that they stay in this game is they're going to have to hand that ball to Sony Michelle and, you know, kind of eat away at that at that you know, terrible run defense for Kansas City and keep Mahomes and company off the field. So, you know, Bill Belichick's not a dumb guy. He he sees the, the weaknesses and strengths. We talked about this on Monday. I saw that that, you know, that snippet of him talking about the art of war and, you know, talking about, you know, finding a team's weaknesses and making it your strength. And and, you know, I literally can see Sony Michelle having a having a big game in this one. I think they're gonna rely on him heavy. He wasn't even used really in last week's game because, you know, they were down so much. Uh James White literally was on the field all game. And I think people are gonna be so high on James White after that performance. And I think it's just gonna be a total role reversal. And you're gonna see Sony Michelle in there, you know, basically trying to wear down this Kansas City defense and keep Mahomes and company off the field. Uh, my wide receiver, uh, so I'm going to go Debo, although you know it could be Emmanuel Sanders, and this is going to be one that I, I got to put an asterisk on and say whoever gets Eli Apple, <laughs> whoever is guarded by Eli Apple, I think has the big game. Um, Marshawn Lattimore obviously has been fighting that injury, and if you look at uh, Steve's uh, weekly wide receiver cornerback matchups, he has Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, you know, more than likely being guarded by Lattimore in this game. If that's the case, I just think Debo's going to eat. You know, if you look at Debo Samuel's last four weeks, it is just double-digit point, double-digit point, double-digit point. He scored in two of them. He's been over 100 yards, I believe, in in the other two games. Um, The dude's just been performing and and coming on at the end of the season. And like I said a couple weeks ago, he really looks like he's gaining confidence out there. You know, after... After his big games or after his catches, he's up, he's he's motivated, he's he's bouncing around. You know, you really didn't see that a lot from Debo in the beginning of the year. It just shows that he's gaining a little bit of confidence um, on the NFL stage. Um, and my tight end is Jack Doyle. So 
you know, Steve talked about the Seahawks and them being the second worst defense to tight ends. And then Dan said the uh, worst defensive tight ends is the Cardinals. And he picked the, the Rams tight end, or I'm sorry, he picked uh, uh, Vance McDonald because they are going against the, the Cardinals. I'm going to go with Jack Doyle and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the third worst defense against the tight end. So, you know, to me, you saw what Jack Doyle is capable of last week. He had a monster game and, you know, with the weapons just being injured, obviously Marlon Mack is coming back uh, or should be coming back. He practiced today, so he should see Marlon Mack back there. But in the passing game, you're literally relying on Zach Pascoe as your number one receiver, and then you got Zach, uh, Jack Doyle out there. I think Jack Doyle is just going to eat in this game. He, he's going to see double-digit targets, in my opinion. And, you know, if you're looking for tight end or even if you, you know, even if you're you got a guy that you're not happy about his matchup, I think Jack Doyle is is a perfect start this week. All right, so that wraps up our high guys. Now we are going to preview uh, Thursday night's game between the Cowboys and Bears. Uh, usually we do this before the high guys. You know we we you know kind of switched it up a little bit this week. So why don't we get into this week's matchup, uh, Cowboys Bears? Uh, who do you guys like? Man, it's this is actually an interesting game if you really look at, at everything because the Cowboys have really they haven't been bad. I mean, offensively, they just I don't know they it's they've just been playing weird, and the Chicago Bears are getting back. You know, um, Akeem Hicks. Akeem Hicks. I mean, which is huge. You. Yeah, I mean, that's a big, big deal. So, you know, I I think we'll, we'll start with the Cowboys. So I do think that Zeke is going to have a game. You know, what I mean, I I wouldn't say a huge game, but you know, I'm not I'm not. I know a lot of people are saying, you know, like, oh, should I start, you know this guy over that guy I mean you're starting Zeke every week I don't care what the matchup is I mean I know Zeke has been had some matchups this year that he's not performed the way you would expect Ezekiel Elliott to perform but you know I don't care I'm going up against this Bears defense which has been a lot better with Akeem Hicks in it you know I'm still I'm still gonna leave my confidence uh in you know in uh Ezekiel Elliott you know for the wide receivers I mean, Gallup obviously has the better matchup, you know, going up against Fuller because, you know, I think Cooper, you know, I mean, Fuller's not going to shadow Cooper. Cooper's just much bigger than Fuller. So I, what I think they'll do is they'll kind of, you know, try to double Cooper and then worry, leave Fuller on Gallup. So I think that'll be more of the, the situation. And I do think Gallup is able to beat Fuller. You know I mean, if you watched last week, Kenley Galladay just torched Will Fuller. Like in on Thanksgiving, he just that long seventy-five yard touchdown was on Fuller, and then you know if you watch the play, you see Fuller like look like he's coming up limp. You know what I mean? Like he started like like he was grabbing at his leg or something, like he pulled something, and then he played the rest of the game. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So whatever he pulled on that specific play didn't bo- didn't hinder him the rest of the game. Um, you know, but I think Gallup, you know, is going to be targeted in this game. Uh, I think Cooper, you know, you, you know what Cooper is capable of. So, you know, I think in a must-win situation for the Dallas Cowboys, they need to win this game. You know, uh, it's they'll. I think they'll do 
what they need to do and throw Cooper the ball a lot. I like, you know, I the one guy that I'm a little bit worried about is is Dak because this cow, you know, this this Bears defense, you know, they get after the quarterback and, you know, Dak when he's being pressured does air mail air, eh, air mail some balls. So I could see some turnovers by Zach, by you know, Dak in this game. Jason Witten for me is, you know, not a guy that I would be excited about starting. Haha, Clinton Dix has been pretty good against the tight end this year. Uh, so I wouldn't be, like, super excited about starting Witten. But, you know, it, desperate times call for desperate measures. So if you if you need Witten, then it is what it is. Um, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think from the – I think – you know, uh, with the Cowboys, I think you basically have to roll out the four guys that have just been performing all year. Yeah. You know, that you just, you're never sitting Cooper. You're never sitting Zeke. Like, those guys are capable of performance. And the way you've seen Dak play, you got to roll him out. He's a top five or, you know, six quarterback right now in fantasy. So, you know, he's a guy that definitely has to be out there along with the other two. Gallup's been the kind of the question mark. And you just kind of highlighted that, you know, if he gets fuller out there one-on-one, you know, He's going to be able. To, he might be able to win that matchup, and I'm sure Dak's going to give him opportunity. I, I, I agree. I think all four of these guys should be in lineups. Yep, yep, yep. And then the other guy, Coop, you know, Randall Cobb. See, I'm Rand- not starting. Yeah, if you're starting Randall Cobb, you're probably not in the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Randall Cobb. He's had, he had whatever those what was it two or three games where he was pretty good, but you know you can't you just can't rely on him. You know what I mean? It is what it is. You just can't rely on him. On the Chicago side of the ball, Allen Robinson is an every week start, period. I mean, I don't care. Like I said, I don't care what the matchup is. Mitchell Trubisky has been playing much better. I think he has at least 19 fantasy points uh, the past three or four games in a row. Uh, So he's – this offense is actually starting to do something finally. You know what I mean? We have been waiting for this offense to do anything. I mean, Dan can attest to this. Dan has watched more more Bears games than me and Kevin combined. Oh, and, just... and, and it's been painful. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. I mean, Dan has, has been unlucky, uh, you know, with getting the Bears games a lot of this season. But, you know, if – I watched that. He wanted it. He wanted those Bears games. <laughs> he wanted to, he wanted to see his boy David Montgomery out there. Montgomery. I get so excited. I get so excited when he has like th- when he rips off like three and a half yards. I'm like, I'm doing jumping jacks. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? I this offense is starting to move the ball. It is. You know what I mean? The past especially past two weeks, you know. Uh, against the Lions, you can't really, you know, it is what it is. The Lions' defense is bad, but they've been good the past two weeks. And, you know, if, if Mitch Trubisky is starting to turn it around, they're starting to figure it out a little bit, you know, this offense, you know, we saw what this offense was last year. This was a good offense last year. So, you know, hopefully they are starting to turn it around. Uh, Miller, Anthony Miller looked like a beast last week. You know what I mean? He was just catching everything. I think he had 11 targets, nine catches, 140 yards receiving. I mean, he had a great game. And if they're going to keep targeting him, you know, if they're going to give him eight to ten targets a game, you know, really it's just Robinson and Miller are the only two, you know, pass catchers because all of their, you know, I know Holtz got into the end zone last week. You know, J.P. Holtz, 
Um, got into the end zone last week, but he wasn't really targeted all that much. I mean, Tariq Cohen's getting some balls out of the backfield. To me, this is a very, you know, concentrated passing game. It's Miller, it's Robinson, it's Cohen. You know what I mean? And that's basically the three that he's throwing to. Um, so, you know, I like Miller this week. If you if you are, you know, hurting it wide receiver, I would definitely play Miller. I feel like, you know, the Dallas Cowboys' weakest position is their slot corner. Um, so, you know, I think that it's an exploitable – it's an exploitable piece. So I like Miller this week. I like Robinson this week. Uh, I would start Tariq Cohen if I was desperate. Um, the Cowboys haven't been getting run on the past couple of weeks, so I would start Montgomery. And Trubisky is – if you're starting Mitch Trubisky, then I feel bad for you. Yeah, I, I kind of highlighted that a little bit in uh, our waiver wire with Anthony Miller. You saw what Cole Beasley did from the slot last week. He just destroyed them. So – you know, I could see Anthony Miller having another big game in this one. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so let's uh, move on to our start sits for start sit questions uh, for right. the week. All right, so our first question comes from Little Three Three Five. Says drops uh, Terry McLaurin for Slayton. Would you drop Terry McLaurin to pick up Slayton in a half PPR? I don't know the way the Eagles defense looked last week. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, if you're at this point and you're worried about either one of Darius Slayton or Terry McLaurin, I mean, I don't even know how you're in the playoffs. I mean, to me, I just think Terry McLaurin has way more of an upside, and so I probably would keep keep Terry McLaurin. Yeah, McLaurin's had a good year. I mean, Slayton's Slayton's had a, a a good portion of a year, but I mean, aside from a few, you know, a handful of games, um, McLaurin's been you know, shockingly pretty consistent. Yeah, the biggest determinant factor for me really is Eli Manning playing. We don't know how Eli Manning is going to, um, you know, be with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't know where what the – honestly, Evan Ingram's coming back. I mean, Golden Tate should be good for this game. You know what I mean? Sterling Shepard should be good for this game. I don't know if even Eli even throws to Darius Slayton. So – you know, that was my thought. My thoughts exactly as well. I mean, Slayton is damn near the fourth or fifth option in his offense, whereas McLaurin is probably the first or second option. So exactly, I'm going McLaurin. Yeah, I'm just going to keep McLaurin. It is what it I is. I think I think Saquon could have a big game because it could be check down city for for uh, Eli. <laughs> I hear that exactly. See, that's the thing. That's what, and you know. A lot of people are like, oh, you know I mean, Saquon's not the same guy. I don't think Saquon's not the same guy. I think he doesn't have Eli Manning checking down to him 37 times a game. You know what I mean? That's a that's a huge deal. So It really is. And and to be honest, Daniel Jones probably should have checked down the Saquon a little bit more rather than just, I mean. It is what it is, but he definitely should have. Mm-hmm. All right, so in full PPR, I need to start. Uh, this is Ant Parr. Uh I need to start Josh Jacobs or Melvin Gordon. Jacobs versus Tennessee or Gordon versus Jacksonville. Uh, uh, to me, this is easy. I'm starting Melvin Gordon. Jacksonville has just not been able to stop the run at all, even a little bit. Um, you know, I think in this game, they, if I'm going to be honest, I think, you know, I think it's be a situation where Melvin Gordon sees a whole lot of work because Phillip Rivers has been just – atrocious the past month of the season so you know i mean in a game where jacksonville can't stop the run i think melly could get 
25 touches in this game easily. You know what I mean? Against a team that can't stop the run. So, I'm, you know, to me, this is easy. Melvin Gordon for me all day. I'm going to go Jacobs. I'm going to go Jacobs. I, I like him at home in a, you know, a must win game, bounce back game for Oakland. Um, he's even, even through some of their losses, he's still been like the one bright spot on the, on the offense. And I just, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to set him. He's been too good. Yep. Yeah. I'm going Melvin Gordon. I think Gordon's matchup with the way they've been getting run on week in, week out. I mean, everybody runs on Jacksonville nowadays. Yeah. All right. This is actually a tight end question I like. So, and I understand why you're asking this question, but, you know, to me, this is another, you know, start your stud question. But, you know, trust Zach Ertz uh, on Monday night versus the Giants or unleash Jack Doyle against Tampa Bay? I wish I unleashed Jack Doyle instead of (laughs) starting Ertz last week. (laughs) That definitely would have been a difference. Yes, but uh, yeah, that would have got me in the playoffs in that league. But honestly, you're probably still starting Ertz. You can't. I mean, you know, you drafted the tight end in the third round. He obviously went out and played. Um, if you're drafting a tight end in the third round, and he's performing. You gotta, you gotta keep throwing him out there. Yeah, Phil, Philly's at home. Philly's in a must-win game. Uh, you know, they're just right there with Dallas for the pathetic division lead, and they're playing against the Giants, who you know, have one of the worst all-around defenses in, in the league. So, I mean, it's up, and Zach Ertz is a top three tight end in the league. All that stuff combined, you absolutely cannot sit Zach Ertz. Yeah, yeah, and I get the question. You know what I mean? Tampa Bay has been terrible. You know, Kev said it. Yeah. They've been terrible against the tight end, and, you know, Jack Doyle saw a bunch of targets last week. He saw four red zone or end zone targets last week. But, you know, they're going to be at Tampa Bay uh, Tampa Bay can get after the quarterback, you know, so I do think Jack, you know, Jack Doyle could have a game, but, you know, I'm going to trust Zach Ertz on Monday night. You know, I just feel like, you know, it's the playoff home, guy. Yeah. It's the playoffs. Exactly. So you're I'm in the fantasy trust. playoffs. You drafted Zach Ertz in the third round. You got to keep rolling him out there. That yes, that sir. Buccaneers defense secondary didn't look that bad last week getting Nick <laughs> Foles benched in the first half. Look at that. All right, this is a good quarterback question I like here. So this is from Steve J. We have Ryan Tannehill at the Raiders or Matt Bryan or Matt Bryan, Matt Ryan versus the Panthers. Matt Ryan. I'm calling Tannehill. Yeah, I knew you were. He was your high guy. You got to stick with your with your calls. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with you know the guy who's won an MVP in this league. Yeah. Matt Ryan has been so bad lately. I mean, and Tannehill has been so good lately. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Matt. Matt, if if Matt Ryan had been playing any kind of consistent, I would probably go Matt Ryan. But he's just not been very good over the past month, really, since he's come back from the the ankle. Uh, he's been pretty terrible. So I'm gonna go with a healthy Ryan Tannehill at the Raiders. Can't yeah, but you can't. The Falcons. He's a different guy. He's a different quarterback at home, yeah. and they're playing a Panthers team without a coach. Yeah, but you know what? This that's another thing. When when teams lose their coach, they normally next week they rally. Yeah, I mean they rally for I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? It's very rare that a team loses their head coach and then the very next week they play like garbage. I mean normally they try to rally behind. You know, like, oh, you know, dudes are getting fired. We need to we need to start playing better. So they play with a little bit more, you know, fire in their bellies. So 
you know, I think the, the Panthers come to play in this game. Uh, let's see here. We have in a standard league. We don't get too many standard questions, so we're gonna we're gonna answer this one. Standard league. I got Lockett versus the Rams, Jeffrey versus the Giants, Mostert versus New Orleans. Uh, he said, if I sit Cook, I'm playing Madison over all of them. So he obviously has uh, Dalvin Cook, and he has Madison on his bench. But he is asking, you know, I guess, you know. I don't really know what he's asking because it kind of says I'm playing is Madison. Is Madison, that, is Madison as good as he appears to be, or is it just another product of a really good offensive line? Because he's because he looks dynamic too well, when he gets the opportunity. Yeah, he, he doesn't have. He obviously doesn't have the speed that Cook has, but he Ooh. definitely is a bulldozer. Yeah, yeah he, he. I mean, he's producing. I mean, the problem this week I see with the Vikings, I think it's going to be way more of a split than. You know, it has been like, I mean, yeah. you might see more of a 50 50 thing out here and that's going to kill Dalvin Cook owners this week. Yeah, And I like, think that's what people are nervous about. I think that's why he's yeah, asking yeah. this question, because the way he worded, he said, if Cook sits, I'm playing Madison over all of them. So I think he's worried about Cook splitting work with Madison. So he's yeah. asking if he should start Lockett, Jeffrey or Mostert over over Cook. Well, you're not starting Mostert because. Braid is coming back this week. Probably he was going. He was on track to be back last week, and and he didn't. I just that I said the other day that 49ers running back situation is almost like the new Patriots situation. You don't know who's going, who's going to do what. You know, you've seen Jeff Wilson, you've seen Breda, you've seen Moster, you've seen Coleman all be you know all produce in that backfield. You just don't know which one it's going to be, and you can't be confident. So Mo Mostert can't be – you can't start Mostert. If I'm starting Mostert over Cook, I might as well just give it out. <laughs> you know, give yeah. my give my championship or give the playoff game away. But uh, Jeffrey and Lockett are definitely a little more interesting. It's hard to start Lockett the way he's looked the past couple weeks. So I would say no probably for Lockett. Um, Alshon does have a good matchup, and he – he looked good last week, and it really seemed like him and Carson kind of got on the same page. I saw, I remember one particular play where Carson, you know, really hit him good out of uh, out of a break. You know, Carson threw the ball before before he made his break. You know, Alshon turned around, ball was on him, bang. You know, I kind of you know think they're getting on track a little bit, um, but to say I'm going to start him over like. It is. It's a difficult situation to watch. Um, you're just going to have to wait and see how that how it plays out, and hopefully, hopefully for your sake, Dalvin Cook sits, and you can just start out Alexander Madison. Yeah, honestly, you know, for me, if you've gotten this far with Cook, I'm not sitting Cook. You know, I yeah. Know. I mean, I don't think you can sit him if he's playing. It's just yeah. such a the, tough situation. And, and this is the thing that you also have to think about: the Lions' defense is terrible. So if he gets, mm -hmm. if they limit his touches and he only gets 15 touches in the game instead of his usual 20. Or, you yeah, know, 12 yeah. touches. With yeah, 12 yeah. touches against the Lions, he could put up. <laughs> he can still go for a 60 touchdown. and a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, I, I just I can't imagine myself sitting Cooks. You know what I mean? Unless unless it comes out, you know, on Sunday morning that Cooks is going to be severely limited. Like if they say, you know, because normally 1130, they, 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 you know, update you on all the start sit guys, you know, guys that are not going to play. Normally they get some word of what the touch distribution is going to be at that point. If you hear something at that point saying, hey, he's not going to get 
a lot of touches. They, they're going to very severely limit him in this game. Then, you know, you don't sit – you sit him. But other than that, you know, I'm, I'm playing him. Yeah, get, get the Fantasy Life app, guys, and leave your notifications on. Like, yeah. you literally get everything, boom, like, as it's happening. All the notifications, you will literally – your phone will be blowing up all day, but it's really worth it for fantasy football. It yeah, really definitely. is. This is the first year I've really gotten the notifications from Fantasy Life. It is so valuable. Yeah, we partner with Fantasy Life app, so, you know, I'm very friendly with, you know, the administrators on there, and they are great. They are awesome. You know what I mean? They, they, they do a very, very good job of, of keeping up with the updates and keeping up with, you know, news that's happening or, you know, possible news. You know, they, they, they do a great, great job. So, you know, definitely download the Fantasy Life app. It is awesome. It is a almost a must-have if you are, a, you know, a very, you know, into it fantasy player. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do a lightning round because we took a little long on that question. All right, so... I have Penny or David Montgomery in my flex. Uh, for me, I'm going. I'm going Montgomery. Yeah, but... I'm going Montgomery. Yep. <laughs> All right. We have Fitzmagic or Darnold this week. Darnold. Yeah, I agree. Darnold. We have Winston or Goff this week. See, that one's tough. Um, I'm going Winston. Is well, uh, it is it is tough because Goff did look good the last time we played. They played Seattle. Yeah, um, he threw for three ninety five and a touchdown. Also had a pick, but I mean, Winston just yeah, Winston's I'm pretty pretty good all off. year, and yeah, his weapons to me. I mean, I'm going. I'm sticking. I'm sticking with Winston, but I could see Goff definitely having a better game. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to go Goff. I like Goff at home. Uh, Philly D or Houston D? I like that one. Uh, Houston plays who this week? Houston plays. Let's pull that up. Broncos. Broncos. Uh, they play the Broncos. Yeah. No, I'm playing Philly. I'm playing Philly. Yeah. Drew Locke actually looked pretty good. Yep. I'm playing Philly. I like Philly this week. <laughs> I, 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 I told you about the home road home splits. So yeah. I think someone. I think this guy needs a streaming defense. I don't like either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have Ingram or Carson in a half PP aren't we? Yeah. Half PPR league. Oh my God, man! Your running backs must be stacked. I if know. That's For <laughs> like, real, geez. you. I see why you were in the playoffs, sir. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, this week I am gonna go. I'm gonna go Carson against the Rams. Uh, Carson always seems to play the Rams tough. He always seems to, you know, have, grind out 80 yards, 90 yards against the Rams, and he always seems to, you know, score against the Rams. So, I'm gonna go Carson. I'm honestly never sitting Carson. He's just too dynamic. He re- I mean, I'm not I'm saying really any. Never group. sitting either one. I don't know how like <laughs> how you have this conundrum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Carson because Ingram's got Buffalo right in Buffalo. Yeah, so that, yeah, yeah. That, Buffalo, Buffalo. The way you beat Buffalo is with a run game. I'm going Ingram. I think uh, you know I, I do think they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit on Buffalo. Mm, yep. All right. So pick two of three. Uh, one point. Okay, PPR league, just a PPR league. Mixon, John Brown, or Rashad Penny? Okay, so John Brown's got Baltimore. Mixon has – who's the Bengals play this week? The Bengals are playing – please hold. 
Yeah. Uh, we have Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns. All right, so Bengals play the Browns. Bills play the Ravens, and who's the other guy? Rashad Penny, uh, the Rams. Yeah, he plays the Rams. The Rams. All right, so it's not Penny. I would probably go Mixon. You got to play two of them, so. Two, I would go Mixon and John Brown. Yeah, and I know John Brown has a tough matchup against Baltimore, but John Brown doesn't seem to be phased by tough matchups. He seems to put up at least 10 fantasy points basically every game. Five for 50 every game. Every game. <laughs> so I'm I'm also going to go John Brown. Plus he's getting all I – mean, he gets a lot of targets. And I like and I like Josh Allen this week. So I'm not scared of that Ravens matchup. Yeah, I'll, I'll go make it three for three. All right, let's see. Oh, really? Okay, so this guy says the Niners DST, the Colts DST, or the Jets DST. Um, I'm, never I'm probably s- going – go ahead. Yeah, I'm not sitting the 49ers. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you can ever really sit the 49ers D. So I, I would go with the 49ers D. I mean, I know they play the Saints. It's, you know, but – The Saints offense is, hasn't been – spectacular i mean yeah. they're, they're they're better at home obviously they are at home but that's that's scary yeah, <laughs> yeah but they're they saints have been winning these games by defensive you know they they really have so i'm with you guys you know i mean this the you know vegas has this one at 44 and a half right now yeah i actually think that's a little high considering that both of these defenses are that are, are really elite but i agree you know, i take the i'm taking the under on that one but you know they're also taken into consideration that you're playing that you have two 10 and two teams playing and both of these teams are probably averaging somewhere in the vicinity of like 23 24 points so i mean together you know you're close to 50 in in, in points so you can't make this a 40 over under but um yeah it could be a it could be a field possession game ground and pound yeah all right so carson wentz or matt ryan wentz wentz yeah i'm going wentz josh How's allen or stream goff or darnold who was it? Is Allen? it? Josh Allen or stream Goff or Donald or Darnold? Not you got to go with Josh Allen. I mean, you can't you can't sit Josh Allen with the way he's been playing. Yeah, he's been awesome, and he scores a rushing touchdown like every week. I mean, so and he and, and he used it so and he high. and he used stream or yeah stream Goff. So that means that no one wants Goff on it in his league. So <laughs> leave him on, leave him on the wire. <laughs> Stick with exactly. Allen. Don't get me wrong, I like Goff this week. But yeah. I don't trust golf this week. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't say after everything you've seen this year from Jared Goff that you trust golf. Like I don't care what the matchup is. You know what I mean? Last week he played a bad team, and he seems to destroy bad teams, but or bad defenses. But in the same token, we got to remember what we've seen from J- Jared Goff this year. You know I mean, when he gets a little bit of pressure, the dude gets happy feet and throws thirty miles over people's heads. So you know I. I Josh Allen, you know, at home. We're, com- we're comparing the number five. We're comparing the number five fantasy quarterback to like the number eighteen right now. So, yeah. we don't need to have the conversation anymore. Yeah. All right. So. Well, I don't even think Goff was the real question. I think Darnold would be more yeah, the question. Uh, yeah. Goff. Honestly, I yeah, I would probably that would be my you know Darnold or God or Allen really. And I'm still going Allen. And I'm going Allen. All right. Um, half PPR. I need three. John Brown, Hunter Henry. Uh, Madison, Debo, Hooper, or Lockett? Jesus, That's a lot of names. Three? Yeah, <laughs> say, that, say, names. The, say the names right, again. So John Brown, Hunter Henry, Madison, Debo, Hooper, Lockett. Madison is a complete question mark, so we'll just take him out of the equation yeah. for now. 
I'll say Henry for sure. I mean, Henry gets tons of targets. Yeah, I agree. I, I got to start Henry. Well, he I know did he had a bad. Week. Yeah, I know last week he was bad. <laughs> he got like three pissed yeah, me the hell off. I hear you. you know, what was he? Two for seventeen. Yeah, and I, I know he was bad last week, but twenty, I think, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know he was bad last week, but he's been the number one tight end since he's come back from the injury. So, you know, I'm gonna take that as a uh, just a bad game and and let him let him prove it that. You know, it was just a bad game. Uh, for me, I'm probably going to go, you know, I'm not going to go Hooper coming right back off the injury. We don't know how that's going to be. Lockett has just been scaring the hell out of me. So Debo? Debo. So you probably got yeah, the same guy. I think I'm going Henry, Debo, and Brown. So, that, that's that's who I got, yeah. Yeah. That would be probably the same for me. All right. Uh, so drop T.Y., DJ, or Damian Williams. He has to drop one of these guys. Who so, was it? Ty. Yeah, Ty. Damian Williams or or David Johnson. To I would me, drop Dave Johnson. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he, Johnson. He ain't even even seeing the field. Yeah, it's not close because I mean we keep hearing from that Ty is you know not going to be put on IR. They basically said it yesterday that they're not going to put him on IR. So that means that they think he's coming back. You know what I mean? DJ is literally just not touching the ball, and Damian Williams had he been healthy. He would be the guy. So, you know, DJ's got to be the guy you drop here. Darius Slayton or Sterling saying, You're dropping a first-round pick. Yeah, it's, it sucks that you're dropping them, but, you know what I mean? It is what it is. He like, ain't it, doing nothing. Yeah, you got to get rid anything. of you guys that ain't doing nothing. Get somebody in your team that can. Exactly. So, Darius Slayton or Sterling Shepard? I'm starting Sterling for me. Sterling Shepard. If you have to choose between those two, I would stop and go Sterling Shepard. Damn. Yeah, same. Julio or Cooper Cup? Half PPR? Uh, I'm going to go Cooper Cup. I agree. Uh, really? You guys? Julio? No Julio? <laughs> Dude, Cooper Cup kills the Seahawks. He, Listen, he's I, your high guy, Dan. Yeah, he's your I, high guy. <laughs> he is my high guy. And I'm going to stick with my high guy. I hear that. But it's, it's, it's really, you know, it's tough not to say Julio's name. I hear you. <laughs> Sterling Shepard or James Washington, full PPR. I like Washington. James Washington. Yeah, I like Washington this week. Yeah, I, Washington I, to I me agree. could have a huge week. He's yeah. playing the Cardinals. He's playing the Cardinals. Yeah, I, and honestly, he was al- he was almost my high guy. I just didn't want to go two Steelers, but and I really wanted Vance McDonald for that, you know, for that Cardinal situation. But he was almost my high guy. I really like James Washington this week. He's been playing good. This Cardinals defense is poop yes, so i agree this is a good one jared cook or vance mcdonald with the arizona matchup vance yeah i'm i'm gonna i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go vance but jared yeah, hooks are playing so good but they got this they got san fran i mean no san fran's so good against the tight come, end come to my side guys come to my side yeah it's just such a good matchup i'm think yeah i'm gonna go vance because i it's just Jared, 70 yards or a touchdown every week. He's he's almost guaranteed to get you seven (laughs) points. Oh, my God. Oh, man. All right. So, well, it is we're at 55 minutes. So we'll answer three more questions. Lightning round questions. Drop AP or gauge for Mike Williams. Uh, Russell Gage. Yeah, I drop Gage. I mean, Julio's coming back. Hooper's coming back. Gage's production is going to go way yeah i'm not i'm not going to drop the guy that had 99 yards last week yeah, yeah. he's just 
99 and a touchdown. Uh, so this guy is asking Penny, Coleman, Madison, or Westbrook. I need one. Penny, uh, Coleman, Madison, or West. Well, obviously, if Matt Madison, if if Cook is out. Yes. Uh, if Cook plays, Coleman, even though he hasn't been good. Yeah. I can't go Coleman against the I Saints. I can't go Coleman. I can't do it. I am, I'm done yeah. with Coleman, actually. Penny. I just can't start him. I'm gonna Penny, go. but I don't, I don't. Penny, Penny saw the field a lot last game, but that's not that's not every game. Yeah. Oh, it's man. At this point, yeah, I think I'm has go got Penny, a tough man. matchup too with, with the Chargers secondary. Yeah, and and Didi, Didi's. I mean, he's basically. I think I'm gonna go Alexander Madison. Honestly, <laughs> I think I, I, Madison could probably see 10, 10 to twelve touches in this game. I guess and the Lions. He's, it's against the Lions. I could see. I would start Madison probably. Yeah, man, this is rough. I think I am going to go with Penny. I think we'll revisit this question later, <laughs> later on in the week when <laughs> we find is, out a little this more. This is Alexander Madison, man, for me. I'm going to save this the question. Two guys like, yeah. I am going to save this question. I'm going to save it right now. I'm still going to stick with Coleman. This. We're going to revisit still- this on Friday. Three different answers. We're not helping this guy out at all. At all. <laughs> all right. So Singletary or Curtis Samuels in a half PPR league. I'm Singletary. There's Singletary for sure. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, Ravens yeah. could not stop the run at all last week. If you watch Raheem Moster, he just looked like the next coming of AP. Like he was just running guys over and just doing doing whatever he wanted on the field. It was crazy. Yeah, and that that is officially no longer a crowded you know committee backfield i mean that is singletary's backfield we all kind of thought that was going to happen they didn't want to throw him you know throw him to the wolves right away break him in a little bit he got frank or ahead of him you know I, I, we, we all kind of predicted that was going to happen after they released mccoy and pretty much played out exactly as we as we said and you know we we just we watched tape on on singletary and we saw how good the kid is and he's showing that he is he's elite you know josh allen's elite I can't believe I'm saying it, but the the Bills' defense is so much improved. I'm not going to say they're you know a top five, ten offense yet, but they're they're on their way. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Our last question of the night is in a full PPR league. I have Mark Ingram, Joe Mixon, Benny Snell, Pen- uh, Rashad Penny, Marlon Mack, or Madison. I need two in my flex. Okay, so we got Mark Ingram. Joe He's definitely Yeah, Mark Ingram's definitely in. Mac coming off that injury makes me a little nervous. Yeah, but... especially with Tampa. Tampa's pretty good against the run. Yeah, and Mac uh, doesn't really catch the ball out of the backfield at all. You got Mixon going up against the Browns. You have Mixon Snell. was my high guy, so I got to go Mixon, and I'm going Mixon and Ingram. Boom, lock it in. Who are the other two guys? Snell, Who are the other guys? Penny. Snell, Penny, Mack, and Madison. Pittsburgh plays the Cardinals. Well, I mean, everybody keeps throwing Madison in there, guys. I mean, yeah. we can't answer Madison yet. I know. Like, I mean, we don't know don't what's know. going on. Um. Yeah, I would go. I would probably go Mixon and Ingram, and if Cook gets ruled out, I would go Ingram and Madison. Also, if Connor gets ruled out, Snell going up against. Against uh, let's go. Who the hell does Pittsburgh play this week? Arizona. Arizona. Nah. Oh man, 
Arizona's weird. pretty good against the run. They're not terrible against the run. They're definitely way more. They get beat by the, by the pass way more. So. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll agree. Mixon and Mixon and Ingram. Ingram is a no brainer. The mix to yeah. me, Ingram is definite. the The problem I'm having is with Mixon, Snell, and Penny. And if Madis, if Cook is out, Madison over all of those guys, honestly. So you know, if Cook is out, Madison over Mixon, and if you know Cook does play, then it's Mixon over the other two. And that is it for the start set questions of the week. And that is it for the podcast. Uh, remember, don't forget to check us out on the website, www.4thinchesff.com. That's www.4thinchesff.com for a bunch of content. You got articles, blogs, player profiles, rankings, and you can subscribe to our VIP content. And until next time, peace out, guys. Later. Peace.